This is the Reclaiming Families podcast. It is our goal to expose the lies that undermine, erode, and destroy the family while discovering and reclaiming God's design for gender, marriage, family, and sexuality. So join us for open conversation about the struggles and joys of reclaiming families. Good morning and welcome to another episode of Reclaiming Families. Well, I say good morning. It's actually evening time here in the little household, but um, I listen to podcasts most of the time in the mornings, so I don't know. Maybe I'm assuming that you are listening in the morning. If that's the case, good morning. Good morning. And if you are listening in the evening, well then, good evening. Good afternoon. afternoon. Maybe you're on your lunch break. Anyways, we're glad that you are listening to another episode of Reclaiming Families. We're glad you're here with us. And we would love to remind you to spread the word about Reclaiming Families. We would like to encourage you to check out our website, reclaimingfamilies.org. Follow us on social media, Instagram um, and Facebook. We have um, some content on there that we think would be really good for building up and strengthening your family. So today we have a special topic, as yeah. we always do. We always say our topics are special <laughs> That's or right. exciting. But this one is, you know, and yeah. uh, actually, they, actually, I've enjoyed every one of our podcasts yeah. so, far, so far. But uh, this one is one that is, you know, kind of near and dear to my heart, as most of these are. But, uh, and this is a one that's very, it can be very... Uh, challenging, but uh, it's a challenge to worth taking, taking on. It's a challenge worth taking on, and so what we want to talk about was in light of kind of holiday season being around the bend. It's still a little ways away, but Halloween is coming up. Yeah, and yeah, we are going to talk about Halloween tonight, but uh, Halloween to me is like, eh. But really, I'm okay not celebrating Halloween. Yeah, know? yeah, but. We might... Uh, but Thanksgiving and Christmas are a little bit further around the bend. That's right, that's right. So we will talk about how do you celebrate the holidays well. And we'll probably be doing a follow-up closer, you know, during the Advent time. Similar to this, kind of let you know what our tradition, our schedule of events for the, the holidays and stuff like that. But we wanted to start now with giving what principles to consider as you prepare for the holidays to be mindful of yeah for sure that's uh that's probably a great place to start so um one that my wife thought up and uh, and i agreed and when i kind of thought about the holidays was intentionality yeah because well let me pre- let me back up a few weeks ago no gosh a few months ago we did a episode on celebrating to the glory of God. Yeah. And so if there were to be like um maybe a part 2 to that, it would probably be this. Um and so if you need to refresh your memory on that, you can go back. Um that was I don't know. I don't know when it was, but it was celebrating to the glory of God, and so we'd encourage you to go back and listen to that because and we'll rehit some of the stuff in this episode. Some of it, um, but the same thing with like when you're celebrating big, big moments like birthdays, anniversaries, you know, gosh, first steps, whatever it is. The goal is that we would be celebrating to the glory of God, and so that's kind of also what we want to do with holidays. We want good family traditions, family holidays that are done for the glory of God. That's right. And so where Randy was saying, me pick back up on your thought, um, the rhythms and traditions would be? 
Uh, well, I'm not sure where you're going there, but we're talking about intentionality is what we're yeah. talking about. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, and so, um, and just to reiterate uh, too, what Hillary was saying was, yeah, how do you do it to the glory of God? So like she used the example of birthdays. Yeah, it's one thing to celebrate with cake and ice cream that, hey, it's my wife's birthday and this is her birthday party. And it's a whole nother thing to sit down and think about all the ways that my wife has grown through this year, how God has molded her through the challenges we face this year, and how she has overcome many challenges, and the woman that God is growing her into, and how she's increasingly growing toward godliness, and and to write those things down and to tell them to her, and to celebrate that way, um, that's so much more meaningful mm-hmm. rather than eating cake uh, and ice cream cake and ice cream especially when you can't have gluten or dairy that's right and so that's what we're kind of getting at is that level of intentionality that can take the holidays to another level i know we've brought up intentionality three times and we're going to get to it but let's real quick tell you where we're going so at first we're going to talk about kind of the parents role or it might not be the parents but like the couple the married couple's role in creating these new holiday traditions and then kind of the goal for what the memories should be. And then just a little bit to think of as far as the culture and the stereotypical celebration versus the Christian outlook. Yeah. Right. So, right. Okay. And we're going we're gonna to try to stay in that frame the best we can. Yeah. So the parent or the new couple's responsibility. Yeah, so I would, you know, I think that uh, we, we use the word intentionality. And so it's intentionally thinking about the rhythms and traditions that your family, um, that you're going to lead your family through, through holiday season. Yeah. So along with that, it's really easy. I mean, we see it. And the thing is, is like, when you start a new family, you are, I mean, anyone who's gone through the first session of premarital counseling understands this. You have two different families that are coming in with two different sets of values, two different sets of traditions, two different ways of celebrating, two different sets of expectations about the holidays, two different everythings. And so it can be really easy to just flow with whatever that, um, you know, old tradition is by saying, hey, this time we're going to go do your family's traditions. This time we're going to go do my family's traditions. And it would be really easy never to kind of make your own family. Right. And, and you know, I'm definitely, I'm a traditionalist. Yeah, you know, I like to, um, I like to stay in the groove. You know, I love traditions because it's like, hey, it's been done this way for years and years and years and years. And this is how we do it. This is what it looks like. But there is the a only thing- problem is that's not how we do it. It's not what <laughs> it's right. how it's been done for years that's for right. me. That's right. That's right. But the problem that arises is what's called organizational rot. Orga- organizational. Organizational rot. Yeah. Okay. And that's so, what happens in organizations. In organizations. Well, so it's, it's maybe it's familyization rot, but uh, <laughs> it's uh, basically it's the idea that you're doing things that you don't know the reason for why you're doing them and uh so when i think of intentionality it's that i know the why behind what i'm doing and i'm leading my family into that why and i we're we're celebrating yeah those things the the reason we're there and so what we are not saying 
is that, hey, you should quit going to your family's Thanksgiving meal that you've always been to. That's right. We're not saying you should do that. We're not saying um, skip out on family Christmas. We're just saying simply be intentional about it. Um, We are saying, hey, don't go and not, you know, just eat some turkey and sit around and yeah we'll talk about our thanksgiving in a second but <laughs> okay uh and we won't you know it's uh you know it, our family just uh looks different than it, each other's it family. looks different than yeah probably your family and so yeah it's uh we'll talk about it so the first thing there like we said is being intentional so knowing what you're doing and why you're doing it and then the second piece of that is being proactive so when you're proactive it's not just um it's that level of making what is intentional happen. So it's it's preparing in advance to make meaning behind it. And so if your tradition is to go sit down and eat together and um, you've realized like, oh, we don't really have meaningful conversations or, or we don't really share memories together, then it would be as, you know, you're the, the, the head and helper of your new family. It would be your responsibility to think proactively to, you know, make memories, to try something new, to play a game, to um, try new conversations. And it might take thinking ahead, thinking in advance to um, be intentional, to use our first point there, on how to make those things happen. That's right. Was that as clear as mud? Uh, I, it was clearer than mud. Okay. Clearer than mud. Um, and I think, too, another thing is, you know, as the head, like I'm trying to express to my family what's important and what's valuable through the holidays. That's and, that intentionality uh, piece. That's the intentionality piece. And so, you know, for one, like they have, it has to, what we're doing has to be important to me. Mm-hmm. So let's just say for Thanksgiving, like, or let's say Halloween. Halloween is not very important to me. But now, what it is, is it? important for my family. I do value time with my family I value experiences with my family and so I think it's important for me and our family to go to a corn maze or to go um, but what are we celebrating necessarily on Halloween well we're not really necessarily celebrating Halloween you know like we're not really praising uh, you know the day of the dead yeah it's like we're just not doing it we're just we're actually celebrating our family in the fall yeah members in the fall and so um, or we're celebrating around our family in the fall. So, but I think what we want to stress is I like what you just said. Is you have to be intentional because what you celebrate in the holidays shares to your family, shares to your children, shares to one another, um, is a reminder of what you truly value. And those things don't just happen. Um, like celebrating the first advent of the Christ, like it doesn't just happen through. Um, you know, getting together and having a white elephant exchange and singing a couple Christmas carols and walking away. Like you actually have to be intentional and proactive to be mindful of Jesus at Christmas time, which is so crazy. We're celebrating Christ coming to earth, but it takes so much planning in advance to make your Christmas celebrations mindful of who Jesus is. And so that's what we're saying. We want to be proactive to make sure that our celebrations are a celebration of what it is that we truly value. That's right. That's right. And that's that's where your know, holidays get to be really good. Mm-hmm. And uh, um, so, yeah, it can be really cool. You can take them to another level. 
So that first part, parents, it's our responsibility, um, or, you know, even just married couples, husbands and wives, it's our responsibility to be intentional and proactive with the celebration. And our goal is to make memories that are fun and worshipful. I feel like we had a third word. Yeah. I can't remember what it was. And, you know, let's, let's, let's back up just a hair too. Yeah. Okay. But, uh, in that, in that intentionality and that being proactive, you know, I was just thinking some very simple questions to ask about the holidays. Oh, yeah. Is one, what are we celebrating? Like, what are we trying to accomplish? That's good. Um, and so, for example, Halloween. It's like, what am I celebrating on Halloween? I don't know. So, therefore, we're probably not going to celebrate too much. You know, because I don't know the why behind it. I don't know what we're, what's going on. I'm not going to lead my family into it because I just don't know what's going on. Um, so, what are we celebrating? Um, who are we celebrating with, right? Who's going to be together? And uh, how are we going to celebrate, right? What are the barriers that are going to arise yeah. in our celebration? And what do I need to prepare beforehand to kind of um, fight back against some of these barriers? Yeah. Right? And so, uh, and, I mean, that's just where it's like that proactivity. Like, we're not suggesting that you make an Excel and, you know, Fill out all these things. Yeah, you might look like that. Yeah, well, that's right. okay. Depending on the person, the personality. Randy wants to whiteboard it and right. make an Excel. I'll I'm email gonna... to my wife and say, let's do this. And I'll never look at that's it. Right. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> hey, did um, you not get my email? But on the flip side, it's like all of those things, especially um, knowing the barriers to the celebration. Like if you're trying to have a deep and meaningful um, connection with your family members, Knowing like, okay, my family doesn't really like to have deep conversations with each other. It's like, okay, that's a barrier. How can we still make memories? How can we still have these conversations? Maybe it's to have this fun game where everybody's, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Not barriers. Their, their um, thing in front of their faces are down. Um, <laughs> cool jackets off. Yeah, or... you know, there's a phrase. Their their shields are down, or whatever that phrase is. Their cool jackets. Their guard are off. is down. Thank you. Yeah, okay. Their guard <laughs> is down, and so I watched this thing from her face. <laughs> shield. Yeah. Their guards down a little bit with these fun activities. So it like you know it, it's preparing in advance for um, to have what you're trying to make happen. Yeah, happen. It's good. Yeah, and I think with it too, it's like, you know, expectations are, I'm kind of like, I'm a dreamer in, in so many senses. Like, I've got this perfect idea of what holidays should be, but realistically. And I'm a cynical person. You wouldn't think that if you met me, <laughs> but I was like, yeah, it's never going to happen. Yeah, that's right. So I have this great idea of like, you know, family around the table at Thanksgiving. Everybody's like, oh, please pass my potatoes. I'm so thankful for you. Well, you know. And, uh, and I think that stuff can happen, and, and I plan for it to happen. Uh, but it's also not necessarily reality. And so it's I slow think the, steps towards it's it. It's slow too. steps toward it. That's right. And so um, not all at once, but I think to have these goals and to aspire um, to celebrate well is what we're after. And in the long run, I think we can really build some incredible holiday traditions. Yeah. And I think the goal is to make memories worth repeating. 
That's ah, borrow from Dollywood. That's right. <laughs> we used to work at Dollywood. They used to always say that. That's their like goal for the staff for Dolly um, uh, guests to Dollywood. <laughs> we want to make memories worth repeating. But I think that is a good goal for our family events is to make memories that when our children are old, they think back and they're reminiscing with their spouse or with their siblings about, remember when mom and dad used to, you know, do this or when we used to do this as a family and it's a warm fond memory and you know there's brokenness so there's no guarantee that if you follow each of these steps if you're intentional and proactive and you make memories that are it's it's not a recipe for success you know um but i think it is a recipe for striving to honor the lord yeah and i'd say i would say success is probably not going to happen without them yeah right? and, and yeah and so those memories, I think we want to aim for them to be two things. One is fun. The other is worshipful. So fun memories. What does it look like, Randy, to have some fun and make some good memories? Yeah, I think fun is like you're enjoying the company of one another. And I think God is glorified in enjoying each other because, you know, God enjoys his children. You know, you're being, um, you know, like you're showing that, hey, like, God is a relational God, and He enjoys, um, yeah, like I said, He enjoys His children. And so if you never experienced this sense of fun and enjoyment of one another, then you wouldn't have any context for, um, yeah, like that's really good. I enjoyed it. It was fun. Yeah, and and God, um, like you just need a context for what joy is. It's good. And, you know, Christian joy, God's joy is... It's sure it's different than than our joy to a degree, but also at the same time, like it's an emotion that we experience and it's very similar and to uh to God's joy. The joy of um yeah, it's my pleasure being here. It's my pleasure hanging out. You know, it's like I'm I like it. I long to do it. I want to do it. Like I enjoy it. That's uh I think God feels all those emotions and I think that's close to his heart. Yeah. And so we have I guess you could say maybe three tips for building family memories where people are enjoying one another. And we would say the first one is to be away from screens. That's right. To be present. Yeah, that's right. So, yeah, to be present with one another. And, you know, sometimes it's fun to watch a holiday movie together. We get that. But we're just saying overall, like, make it a time where... It is face-to-face with each other where you're actually getting to enjoy the person because you are mentally, emotionally, and physically with the person. Oh, there, yeah. So that's the first principle we would say about that. The second is? Laughter. Yeah. Have some time where you're doing just that, trying to, to laugh with each other. Yeah. You know, I think of in my family growing up, Probably most of the laughter comes from like remember when conversations around the table. And uh, that's one of the things that I laugh at the most is it's just stories of things that happened back in the day that are funny, you know, that our family went through. And um, yeah, so I think, you know, laughter, I immediately go to around the table telling stories 
um, about things that happen. Yeah. Some families you might think like, oh, we don't, we don't have that. We don't have these things that we would just all sit around and laugh at. And especially when you bring extended family in and stuff like that. So that's where our third tip comes in a way to hopefully build some laughter is fun, loving competition. Oh yeah, that's right. Some competition that just doesn't really matter who wins something where you're hopefully not going to get in a fight about. Um, in our family, we do gingerbread house competitions. Um, and that's like both of our families now are kind of competitors in this gingerbread house competition. Um, last year we introduced a traveling trophy and it's something that our families have been talking about on, you know, both sides for about a year now. And so that kind of fun, loving competition. Um, and I think, Gosh, there's a variety of things you could do with that, you know, a game night. So it's kind of creating the memories that um, having those shared experiences that in the future you can sit around the table and laugh about if you don't have those moments yet. That's right. Yeah, you can create those moments. Yeah, don't have to remember when. Or I mean, it might be remember when, but it might be a very recent memory. Yeah. yeah. And so create the remember when moments together. That's right. That's right. So um, that first thing we just talked about was have fun together. Um, the second thing about the memories is try to make them worshipful. So, I mean, the goal of that would be having eyes fixed on Jesus. The goal of that wouldn't necessarily be, okay, we're going to sit down and have a somber moment where we're all singing worship songs and praying for an hour and a half and then we leave. Like, <laughs> if that's part of it, that's part of it and that's wonderful. That's not necessarily what we're saying. What do you think it means to to be worshipful, mindful of Christ in the the day to day celebrations? Or yeah. not day to day, but you know, in the season. Yeah, I think it's uh, you know considering your context, but also it's like being Christ like. And uh, so, like for example, Thanksgiving is one that can easily be very worshipful. Um, just talking about what you're thankful for. You know, the idea like everybody goes around a table and. And I've experienced it, and, you know, I thought, oh, yeah, it was, I think before I was a Christian, I was like, you know, this is kind of cheesy, you know, I am thankful for this, I'm thankful for um, school, I'm thankful for fall, I'm thankful for family, you know, and, uh, but there's also an element where that is really, really good, because you're actually saying, you're kind of exposing your heart and saying, this is what I'm thankful for, I'm thankful that God has allowed me to experiences like I'm I am worshiping God in my thankfulness and but also at the same time it really it comes down to kind of who you're around right and so if part of your family is man they're they're unbelievers right they don't believe in God don't know God don't have a relationship with him and they don't care about God they don't care about the things of God they don't care about being thankful to God for what they've been given then uh yeah, that's going to hinder worship, right? It's going to hinder that. And so, you know, I'm not saying don't do holidays with people that are unbelievers. I'm not saying that at all. Um, but I am saying that, you know. Don't let them suck the joy out of the celebration. Don't let them suck the joy out of the celebration. That's right. That's right. It takes some courage. And that's where the intentionality and proactivity, knowing the barriers and and that sort of stuff really does come into play. Because that's right. That's right. especially if you're some of the only believers in a bigger family, like, it really like those barriers are a real thing to making the holidays what you might want for your marriage and for your family. That's right, and it might just look like there be, you know, um, you you and your own family are going to start some holiday traditions, 
where you do have maybe a a worship night before Thanksgiving or something like that, where you thank God for, um, you know, the your history, your you know path. I don't know what what you're thinking, you know, you know, because I'm not really Thanksgiving. I think is a reflection on kind of the pilgrims, right? And uh, and so it's just thanking God for His provision. And so yeah, thank God for how He's provided. Um, That's good. So be mindful of Jesus. And then I would say inviting to others. Yeah. And I mean, there could be moments where you want it to be a special, intimate thing with your family. But I think it's also an opportunity to invite other people into the celebration. Um, it could be inviting extended family in to see a more intentional celebration. It could be inviting single people in to get to experience a family celebration. Um it could be inviting lost people in to experience something that's mindful of Jesus. It could be a lot of things, but having memories that are inviting. I think that that's important to me, especially as our children get older, for them to know that like they're welcome to invite their friends to yeah. be a part. Like I love those families. I love the the people who felt like my home was their home when I was little. That's right. And then I also loved the homes that I felt like this is my home. <laughs> yeah. You know, this is a little bit sidetracked, but not really. But, um, yeah, I had a fraternity brother that always told a story about how one Christmas he was invited over to another family's house for Christmas and they came time to open up the gifts and that family had put gifts under the tree for that friend. And how, like, he was just, like, it impacted him so greatly because he felt so loved. He's like, here is, here is this family that is treating me like their son. Like, I've been invited into it and uh, into their celebration of giving gifts. And, and so, yeah, I think being inviting is very powerful in the holiday season, especially for people that don't have a close family to celebrate with. It's good. So... So the next little part here um, is culturally, there are a lot of like, uh, I guess, like status quo to what celebrating the holidays should look like. And as believers, I think every now and then it can look a little bit intimidating. Like, okay, there are these things that honestly have like pagan roots, like the Christmas tree or like egg hunts on Easter. Um, gosh, Halloween, like it's a, you know, there's a lot of things that have pagan roots in them. And so as believers, I think it's really important for us to know what is it in society that we just need to reject? And then what is it that we can reclaim for the glory of God? And so we want to talk about that for just a second. What does it look like to reject? What are the things that we need to reject? Yeah, I mean, I think we definitely reject things that go against God and his design. So Sexual promiscuity, we reject. There's going to be no redemption of, you know, sex outside of marriage and sense of, oh, it's okay, it's good. Um, yeah, I think, you know, breaking God's laws, lying, stealing, like we're just not, we're, that can't be redeemed. It's and, not redeemable. And look at what you're celebrating in some things. Like, let's use Halloween, for example. It's the, the holiday that's closest to us. And, um, I've actually two days in a row now driven a road that has some really dark decorations on it. Like 
they're Michael Myers is standing there. I don't. I didn't even know who it was, yeah, but like, right. yeah, there's a, a welcome gate with. Sorry if you have children around. I'll give you a second to turn down the volume if you want to. But yeah, there's like a man in a mask standing there holding a knife as you walk in to the driveway on one of them. And then you drive down a little bit further. There's a white house that has red, it looks like blood, handprints and footprints all over the house. Like something horrific had happened inside the home. Obviously, it's all pretend stuff. But it's like... Like when I drive uh, past it, I'm like, what are you celebrating right now? Yeah. What kind of sick humor or like twisted thing are you trying to make much of by that? And, you know, part of me is like, oh, I hope I didn't offend anybody by saying that. But if that's the kind of thing that you're doing, I'm also kind of like, think about it. <laughs> Consider. That's right. That's right. What it is. And so. And I, th- I think, too, to be fair to them. Right. So it's like. I think people are trying to create fun family moments for their kids and but it is dark and uh, and so where they might not be thinking about how dark it is they might be thinking ha 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 how funny but it is like okay you have to consider what's really what you're really saying like if there's bloody hands on the wall it means that somebody has been hurt or killed or you know, something's happened, right, to get bloody hands on the wall. And that something is a very dark thing. And so I guess what the point I'm trying to make is we want to reject what is dark. And Halloween, it's easy to see those things. But I think even with certain um, things for Christmas or Thanksgiving, I don't know what it might be like um, around your house. I, I can't think of anything off the top of my head that might just be something that needs to be rejected but when you think intentionally about it and you ask that first question what are we celebrating and how do we want to celebrate it if you realize that it is something that's just like abruptly against God's law then it's something that needs to change it's something that we need to say no we have to reject this like okay we have a tradition on Christmas Eve where we all get hammered and sing Christmas carols. That's right. That's that's not a tradition in my house. <laughs> yeah, that's right. But if if that was, and that's something that we need to reject because it's against God's word, it's that's against right. His commands. But then there's a lot of things on the flip side that can be reclaimed. That's right. And so yeah, my wife is not saying you know forget Halloween. Let's just reject Halloween altogether. She's saying we got to reject parts of Halloween. Mm-hmm. And uh, but there are parts that can be reclaimed. And so, for example, like trick-or-treating. Now, um, you know, we like, we like to hand out candy to trick-or-treaters as they come to our doors, right? We like to see what Organic people... fruit snacks only. <laughs> That's right. That's no, I'm right. just kidding. Um, yeah, it's... Uh, but, like, we're going to celebrate, uh, you know, Halloween, and it might be and dressed up with, you know, we're thinking about maybe going as... Chick-fil-A workers with a little cow. We are doing that now. We've committed. We bought the cow costume. We bought the cow costume. So, you know, so Ellie's going to be dressed up like a little cow, and we're going to be dressed up like Chick-fil-A workers because we love Chick-fil-A. And uh, and so we're going to have some fun family moments. And, yeah, there's also, like, things around Halloween, like pumpkins. Ellie loves pumpkins right now. I love pumpkin pie. That's what she's always saying. Yeah, that's right. And so, you know, we're going to go to a pumpkin patch and there's a lot of other activities around there. And that's not how that's fall more than Halloween. I put it all together, but it's like, those are things that we can reclaim. 
Yeah. And that we can just enjoy the fall crisp air together and yep. let her explore, have some fun as a family, have some fun with our friends um, as we do those things. That's right. So, um, you know, the Christmas tree. You can have a Christmas tree and you can decorate it and make it a sweet family event. You can have an Easter egg hunt and intentionally make it about building the church family, inviting lost people in to hear the gospel. All of those things are things that did not start with the root of Jesus at all, but can definitely be something that honors the Lord. Right. Like the Christmas tree is a good example of, you know, if there was some like, uh, Christmas tree spirit, or I, I don't exactly know the origin of the Christmas tree, but but we can take and say, no, you know what that tree represents is it's evergreen. It represents everlasting life, and uh, that's what when we think of a Christmas tree, that's what we think of, and that's why we put it in our living room is is it represents something everlasting life, and you kind of reclaim it. Like I don't know what it started as, but you know what, this is what we're saying with it. And then I would say even on a smaller note you have opportunity to reclaim some of the traditions in your own home or in your own family. So just because they've been happening for the last 20 years doesn't mean, one, that they have to keep happening, and two, that they have to happen the same way. So you can change small parts of holidays to to make them more intentional. You can change, um, you can add on to different holiday traditions um, something that we're doing. Oh, we to talk about that. Yeah, should we talk about our holidays? Kind yeah, of how it goes. So, and, what it looks like for us. Yeah, yeah. Here's what it looks like for us, and we'll just start with um, Thanksgiving, and uh, and kind of like our heart around Thanksgiving. So, we spend Thanksgiving with Hillary's grandparents on my on her dad's side. Yeah, and uh, and so we go there, and so we respect them. Like we're guests in their house. They've invited us. And so we're not necessarily um, in charge. We're not in charge of anything for Thanksgiving. We're, our job is to show up. We only bring a pumpkin pie, and no one in my family likes it but Randy, so that's why we bring it, because <laughs> he's right. the only one that's going to eat it. And But they actually provide a lot of desserts. And so, um, you know, for us, we're not, we don't have our own Christmas, our own Thanksgiving traditions, but we are being invited into their traditions. Now, their traditions... Or um, wake up, watch the parade, and you like honestly, it's a lot of screens. It's a lot of sitting and watching TV together and eating food, and not as much. You watch a football game, right? Does a football come on or something? No, it's the parade, and then it's the, the dog, dog show. show. That's right. <laughs> that's right. It's, it may be football after. I don't know. That's right. But people probably ate so much that they fall asleep after the dog show. Yeah, and so uh, there is a Thanksgiving meal. Right, that's prepared, and yeah, it's it's like making the gravy is a big deal, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, preparing that, making the gravy is probably the biggest part of my family's <laughs> traditions. Like, you start making the gravy the day before, and then it's like tested through the whole day. It's like being worked on just a little bit all the way up until the meal. Yeah, and uh, and so and then you have the meal time. We go around and we eat and we get full and. Um, and then we, we sit around in the living room, uh, and then we call it a day. That's pretty much how it goes. And so, and like that, that is, that's the way it's, it's been done for years and years and years and years. And, and I think that it comes down to, um, I think the goal is to spend time with family. Like that's the goal is to be together. 
Um, but the problem is that it breaks down in the sense that, you know, there's not a lot of intentional get to know one another at Thanksgiving because it's kind of like the assumption is we already know each other and no need to get each other, know each other further. Um, so there's been kind of a really Randy coming in on it. Cause you know, when you've done something for so long, you don't even notice That's right. the patterns. So we've tried to make a little bit of some new traditions there. So now on Thanksgiving, the we, three of us go to the turkey trot. Oh, and right, so right. far it's just been, you know, we've been invited my brother. Uh, he, he hasn't joined us yet. But so we do that. And that's just a fun opportunity. We end up seeing people I knew from college and running into yeah. some random people. But that's a fun thing that we, the three of us, do together. Um, and we come back. And we, you know, make the turkey and stuff like that. But we also, you know, we used to all sit in the living room. Randy has kind of brought us to the dining room table where we do try to have intentional conversation about what the year's been like, kind of highs and lows of the year. And so maybe the conversation goes how we want it to. Maybe it doesn't. But it is an attempt at connecting more deeply. Right. And it, it really takes vulnerability because it's like, hey, listen, what's the highs and lows of your last year? Uh, those lows can be really low. And they can be kind of like, hey, Randy, you're you're kind of relatively new to the family, right? We've been doing this. and In comparison to the 60 years we've been married, that's right. you're the, you're new, the guy. new guy. That's right. And, and there's a sense where, hey, as you're getting older, right, you're getting bad news. You know, people are getting sick. Right. Or think you're starting to go down in health. And so the lows can be like, hey, listen, I'm, you know, I'm approaching. I'm I'm dying. I'm dying slowly. No right? one in my family has said that he's kind of putting words into people's mouths. But right, right, right. But it's a reality. And it's, that's what I'm not trying to push beyond. But it also it takes this element of vulnerability. Because say, no my, matter what your low is, if you're asked the low, you can either think about it and have to come to terms with it. And right. yeah, it's not all and open yourself door. up. That's right. But then also to think about the highs, it's like you have to intentionally think there too. Like, what's been really good? Because yeah. for people that are just want to stay in the mediocre range of emotions, it's kind of difficult to think about what's been good and what's been bad. That's right. So, and to open up to you who are relatively new. Yeah, or and, even uh, people who've been around for. A long time. Decades, yeah. That's right. And so, but there's this element of, as you get to know one another, I'm very thankful for them. It's good. And uh, I enjoy celebrating with them. I enjoy my time with them. I, I definitely, like, it's like if I'm looking, I'm not even the kind of guy that's like, I want to connect with everybody in the room. I, like, I do not really, I don't <laughs> really want to do that. You know, I do and I don't, right? I think part of my flesh does not want to do that. But he knows it's better. I know it's always good and I always appreciate it. Yeah. And uh, if I if I do do it, and so uh, so yeah, sitting around watching TV and just watching the dog show, I'm like, eh, it's not even like pure breed dogs. Is it yes, the it pound? Is. Oh, no, okay. it's on the pound. Okay, it's good. pedigree. Good, that's why. Yeah. Okay. And I will say, sometimes we still have to do those things. Like, yeah, we, we have, will. Yeah, that's right. We're gonna still do those things. That's I'm right, just saying, right. like while we eat, we can. Right, we can be intentional because, like I said, we are not. Um, Randy doesn't get to come in and change what's been going on for 30 years. <laughs> that's right. That's right. 
All we're trying to do is is add to the family, to love the family, and to open up and allow them to open up and to share our time together. But what I'm more excited about than Thanksgiving is Christmas. That's right. And so Christmas, you know, we have two different sides of traditions and um kind of seems like what's working out well for us, which I guess it might change this year now that LA's a little older and we talk about it some, but the past few years we've done Christmas Eve with my family, Christmas Day with Randy's family, kind of in on those traditions, still trying to bring in different parts of the recipe to make it a little bit more intentional. But what we've done is we really are starting to create like um, a, like a whole schedule of events for Advent. And I think that this year it's going to be even more. Um, but we have done a, like we do a Christmas morning worship time. And a Christmas Eve worship time together. And I like that's really special to me. Um, Christmas Eve so far, it's just been the two of us. Christmas morning, it's the three of us. Um, and we do that, you know, before opening presents. And it's, I mean, it is, the focus is Jesus. The focus is, you know, reading the Bible together, praying together, singing songs together. Um, and that's been really sweet to me. And then, like we mentioned, the gingerbread house competition um has been neat we're gonna start doing a time where we decorate christmas cookies this year um we've had like something every weekend of advent that we want to start doing and then like we have some friends that celebrate advent they do uh they do the four weeks going up to it every sunday night it's i mean i don't know remember exactly what those four candles stand for if it's peace hope and joy or or what it is but Mm -hmm. um there's an advent that they go through uh last year what i want to do is like i wanted to do like a um, a leading up to 24 days to Christmas devotional. Uh, devotional and to think about, you know, verses. And so that's what I was like, you know, what? I want to try something like that. And, you know, it was really fun to think about um, the coming of Christ every day for a morning devotion. And uh, I don't know if we can put that on the Reclaiming Families website. I don't know if we'll make it a resource or not, but... Uh, but it's like, I well, think... There's really good resources out there for that's, Advent, too. That's and there's right, really right. good resources for Way leading better. your kids through Advent. That's right. Maybe we can dig some of those up. Yeah. Um, it's what other people know. We can do one, um, an episode on that closer to time. That's, We're just wanting to prime the pump for you to start thinking about the holidays. That's right. Because they will come and they will go. If you're not intentional and grab a hold of them, then you'll be sitting in the same position next year saying, you know, I wish we did this. I wish we did this. Yeah. And so... So as we wrap up... Well, did Justin else say about no, it? No, I think that's about it. But that's, I think, our challenge to you. The Reclaiming Family Challenge would be to begin thinking about what you want your, maybe not Halloween season, but you could Halloween, but what do you want your Thanksgiving and Christmas season to look like? And your fall season. Your, yeah. yeah, just your fall season, your this holiday season. What do you want it to look like? Um, and then we would say, think intentionally and proactively to make memories with your family, with your, um, within your marriage, with your friends that are fun, worshipful and inviting. So that's the goal. That's our hope for you guys. Yeah. I think we'll leave it at that. And also I think one more thing I want to One more thing. A little challenge is something to look up. And so there's this thing called hookah. 
Oh, goodness. And we've not done it yet. I've talked about it, but I know people that have done it. And I think we'll have on the podcast. And it's about... Uh, I don't understand it, I guess. It's about creating a warm family environment. And so I would just say, yo, look up this concept of hugula. I think it's, uh, yo, Norwegian... <laughs> Or yeah, it's 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 somewhere in Scandinavia that uh, uh, it's this idea of candles, a fireplace, and a warm environment, and it's an art form. And so I, I would leave you, hey, yeah. to challenge you to check that out. Maybe uh, implement something like that. If you do it, send us a DM. Let us know how it goes. I would love to know that. Yeah, you did on Google at night <laughs> right. because you heard about it here. But on that note, we'll catch you next time. Sounds good. Take care. Thank you for listening to Reclaiming Families. Check us out at reclaimingfamilies.org where you can find our latest podcasts, blogs, news, and events. We look forward to seeing you all next time.